Hi, welcome to episode 12 of the American Coin Out Podcast, Laundromat Dryer Care and Maintenance. I'm your host and editor of the magazine, Bruce Beggs. The success of a self-service vended laundry is based in large part on the availability and performance of its equipment. And while washers and dryers can be considered equals, it's the dryers that customers use last and perhaps remember best, whether positively or negatively. Maintaining a store's dryers is of great importance to prevent service issues, control costs, and lower fire risk. Joining me to discuss this is Joe Carita, Customer Relations Manager for ADC, representing Whirlpool Corporation Commercial Laundry. His responsibilities include managing the inside tech line based in Fall River, Massachusetts, supporting creation of parts and service manuals, and managing field quality data to support the larger quality control team. Joe has worked in the laundry industry for 23 years, the last four with Whirlpool. He joins me today from his company's facility in Fall River. Good afternoon, Joe, and welcome to the American Coin Out Podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. When we think of dryer maintenance, what parts or components are generally involved? And where does that ugly four-letter word, you know that word, lint, where does lint figure into things? So when I think about maintenance, um, I first tend to focus on wearable items, uh, things like lint screens, uh, gaskets, seals, even belts. Um, We know that these components uh, are going to wear down over time, and these are the kind of things that you'd want to prioritize and put on some type of regular checklist. When you think about it, it's similar to how you would be familiar with a car, where you would regularly check certain fluids, Um, Be sure that your tires are inflated, wipers are in good condition. It's really these routine checks that, you know, give you the confidence to keep your vehicle running. So for a coin store, uh, we recommend keeping an inventory of some of the small spare parts. It's also an important thing to uh, keep maintenance first and foremost and allow them to get their equipment up and running as quick as possible. Keeping some of these routine replacement items in stock. Uh, just makes it much easier to keep satisfaction up. You mentioned the inventory of small spare parts that someone should keep on hand. Can you just discuss what some of those things might be? Yeah, so, I mean, generally we like to keep things that end up being kind of a touch point for customers, things like a lint draw switch or a main door switch, gaskets that someone could, you know, knock out of place or damage, you know, during the course of normal use. Additionally, you know, Typical wear items like belts or, um, like I said, if, if you have a lint screen that's not designed to last the span of the machine, are other types of items that we would suggest. Okay. You mentioned lint. There are many variables when it comes to the maintenance of lint. Some lint screens are designed to last the lifespan of the product. Others are not. Others are, you know, become a wearable item. Either way, they tend to be kind of the base of the most routine maintenance that we do on the, you know, on dryers especially. Keeping those windscreens not only clean, but, you know, in good condition so that there isn't any uh, access points where, you know, lint can actually leak by and enter into the dryer system where, then, where it doesn't belong um, is one of the most important things to always keep, you know, in mind. Joe, what aspects of maintenance should a store owner feel confident performing themselves? We all think that we're, you know, pretty handy, sometimes pretty handy, particularly small business owners. What aspects of maintenance should a store owner feel comfortable doing themselves, and what aspects should they leave to the experts? 
It is a little bit of a tough question to answer. Um, you know, the amount of knowledge or ability, you know, store owner by store owner can vary quite a bit. Um, some people get into the business and maybe come from a background where they, um, you know, had worked on equipment, industrial equipment, you know, automobiles, et cetera, you know, and they're a little more suited, you know, to maintain their own equipment. Others who are, you know, kind of on their first go-round with this type of thing, um, they may, you know, rely more on others to, you know, help out with these kinds of things. Generally, you know, cleaning and, and that kind of a thing is something that, you know, I think is economically a good decision for any owner to do themselves. If you look at a machine, most machines have panels and such that are designed to be removed or removed easily. Generally, these are the kind of things that we can, you know, start out by using to not only clean or inspect the equipment. Again, kind of keeping in mind things like seals and belts that are, you know, more easily uh, replaced and easily serviced and likely staying away from things that require special tools or electrical, let's say, for example, you know, getting into electrical items that, you know, probably best suited to someone who's, a, you know, a licensed technician. Can you break down the primary dryer maintenance tasks that a business-minded store owner can perform and how often they should be doing these things? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, it's really about setting up a, a routine schedule to clean the equipment. You know, any part of the machine that the customer comes in contact with, uh, whether it be the door, the front panel, windscreens, the tumbler. We want to make sure that that is all very clean, you know, and appears to the customer as it's in good condition, you know, to kind of provide them the best experience. Beyond that would be, you know, cleaning of lint. So within the machine, there was definitely eventually always going to be a buildup of lint, and it's always a good idea to make sure that you, you know, get that all cleaned up. By routine cleaning or cleaning in general, are you speaking primarily of just using maybe a dust cloth uh, and maybe some, some hot water to, to clean off the equipment or clean the equipment? Or are there specific tools that you would suggest or recommend that somebody think about using? No, I mean, for touch points, you're really trying to use the same type of materials that you would clean if you could imagine your own kitchen with, right? You, um, you know, using a, a general all-purpose cleaner that's going to, you know, get rid of any kind of waxy residue, dirt, et cetera. And along with, um, you know, rags tend to be the, the best thing to use for that kind of purpose. Okay. So beyond, you know, the kind of standard cleaning that, you know, we would think of, the next kind of level would be to looking into the wearable items. So kind of keeping a regular eye on, let's say, the belts or the seals to make sure that they're all in good condition. Having some of these door seals or lint draw seals are critical to, you know, the airflow and the performance of the machine. As far as, you know, how often or when this should be done, it's realistically best that you kind of figure this out by um, setting up a regular checkpoint. Let's say monthly basis you're going to go in and inspect some of the, you know, areas of the machine for lint buildup or any other debris. If after the month goes by and it's pretty clean, then I would schedule it out for, let's say, a three-month point. And then pretty quickly you'll be able to figure out what works best for your actual location. You know, the, the amount of cleaning has a lot to do with, right, the volume that the machines are used, and there's other factors too. Does the way in which a dryer is heated, you know, electrical or gas, 
Does that influence how the machine must be cared for? Generally, it wouldn't. Um, you know, gas or electric, they rely on, you know, good airflow, right? That's kind of one of the key things to either machine working properly in, in kind of maintaining that part of it, right, as part of the routine maintenance is where, you know, cleaning lint and checking these seals kind of tends to come in. Um, we talked about, you know, checking these things, but we didn't really talk about what the whole reason for that is. And, and generally, it's to, it's to keep the airflow in the machine up or as it's designed to be, and that allows the burner, whether it be electric or gas, you know, to work properly and to work efficiently. When I speak of good airflow, right, I know that's a general term, right, but what I'm talking about is the amount of airflow that a machine is designed to operate with. So when you look at commercial equipment, it'll have a, a rating of CFM typically, which is uh, cubic feet per minute, and it's a way that they measure the actual airflow. So there's different components that are involved with that. The machine is capable of producing a certain amount of airflow, but it has to work against, in essence, two disadvantages, one being the exhaust ductwork, which I think most people are familiar with. That's the thing that becomes maybe the more knowledge-based knowledge thing that people would say, okay, if my exhaust ductwork is too small, or let's say it's very dirty, it's going to inhibit my airflow. But on the other side of the machine is makeup air. So the dryer is designed to not only exhaust air, but obviously it does have to draw it in. So providing that makeup air or, or the fresh air supply, we always sometimes refer to it as, that allows that machine to have that not only exhaust, but the intake of that amount of air. Also, makeup air is a requirement in especially gas machines because the amount of oxygen that you have to pull into that location to aid in the actual combustion of the flame. If you do have gas machines, we like to always recommend to have a plan in place just in case there were ever to be an issue where, you know, there was gas being smelled and there was some kind of a safety concern. Um, you know, we recommend that you have a plan for that. And uh, most manufacturers will provide a uh, instruction on what to do. You know, things like such as to shut power off to the units, uh, naturally call your gas company and, you know, make sure you're safe. How about comparing a single pocket versus a stacked unit? Does the configuration of the dryer itself matter where maintenance is concerned? So I'd say generally as far as the type of maintenance or, or what should be done typically doesn't vary much. I do like to, you know, talk about or at least acknowledge that, um, you know, stack dryers, they're obviously becoming more popular, um, but they do tend to be um, much, you know, tighter inside. What this means is they can be slightly more complex to clean or, or to work on just because they don't quite have as much room inside as you would find in a standard uh, single pocket dryer. So when we're comparing, uh, in this case, when we're comparing a single pocket to a stacked machine, what I'm hearing you say is there's not as much room or there may not be as much room in, in the interior of the equipment as far as a stacked unit is concerned. That could change the way you clean it or the way you approach your cleaning. Is that right? Yeah. So if you kind of imagine it where sometimes different components, um, because of you know the, the small cabinet size, may slightly overlap, making it a little trickier to, eat, you know, to get to one or clean underneath. Or in an example of if you had to remove one component, it may be the case where you would have to remove a second component first 
to allow access to that. I see. Um, with the stack dryers, like I said, everything is really just a little bit, you know, tighter, and, and um, it maybe adds a slight layer of complexity to, you know, working on them. Is it possible to quantify how much money the average store owner can save a year if they maintain a consistent maintenance schedule for their dryers? Is it possible to quantify that kind of savings based on how they perform maintenance? Yeah, um, quantifying something like this is is quite difficult, right? Just the amount of variables that stack up um, when we're talking about not only using the machines, um, but the effect that, you know, good maintenance and cleaning has on it. Unfortunately, there's just, you know, so many variables that trying to put it into numbers is, is quite difficult. How would you kind of measure this kind of thing then if, if, if we're not able to look at it from a dollars and cents perspective how could we measure what a, a consistent maintenance schedule would mean to the owner yeah from a general standpoint i would say um you know having a good routine schedule of maintenance is going to benefit in many ways right so although we can't quantify them i mean it results in the machine being more efficient it provides a better experience for the customer um, likely you're going to aid in the lifespan of individual components and then even beyond that, the lifespan of the machine. Just as an example of keeping everything clean, stops electrical components, motors, etc. from overheating, which is one of the bigger issues that we'd face in a machine if it was, you know, not maintained regularly. You know, lint would tend to build up. Um, all these components tend to, you know, overheat or, and eventually that limits their lifespan. Let's let's look at things from the perspective of a, of a customer, uh, someone who does laundry in store A, for example. What would the signs be that I would see that a store has a good dryer preventive maintenance program in place? You know, the first uh, indicator when you'd walk into a store is cleanliness. I think that's everyone's first opinion, whether it be a laundromat, a restaurant, a hotel. Um, when you walk in that that first impression and the cleanliness of it is a huge factor. You know, if we talk about like a coin laundry, then the next thing that I would always recommend or to look at is the amount of machines that are down. And, and this is one of the reasons why we suggest, you know, spare parts and things like that. If a, if a customer walks into a store and, you know, there's several machines out, out of service, um, even if it's a very minor problem, they look at that or they see it simply as the machines are broken, the machines are down. So I think it's really important to keep the machines um, up and running so that, you know, when customers come in, they, you know, get that feeling that the equipment can be trusted and that it works well. For those store owners and attendants who are listening today, those, those who do their own dryer maintenance, are there certain components or machine areas they should work around carefully or even avoid to make certain that their warranty remains intact? Yeah, that's always a concern that we, you know, hear from people, right? Um, it's a big investment that they make in these products, and, and they want to, you know, if they have a warranty, they want to make sure that they have that warranty in good standing. So generally what we try to do is to recommend that they, you know, go to the manufacturer's recommended uh, instructions for, you know, PM or preventative maintenance. If they use that as their base, it's already suggested by the manufacturer that this be done, and then they'll have really no worries over it affecting their warranty. Joe, we've talked about a lot of different things here today related to dryer care and maintenance. 
But is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah. One of the biggest issues that, you know, we find, I mean, I do, you know, work in, you know, customer service and, you know, we field complaints and things like that from customers is how often these kinds of issues relate back to installation. And when I say that, I mean a poor installation. Really, you have to look at the installation as the start of the process rather than the machine being the start of the process. You know, providing the machine with the adequate, you know, whether it be power, um, exhaust venting, makeup air, is just key to that machine operating as it was designed and providing, you know, years of efficient, reliable uh, service that we'd have expected. I'm going to close today's podcast with that, Joe, and thank you so much for lending your expertise and sharing that with our audience today. I'm certain that they've learned a lot about dryer care and maintenance. Thanks again. Excellent. Thank you. The American Quinault Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC in Chicago with music written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. You can learn more about our monthly podcasts at our website, AmericanQuinault.com. And I encourage you to send your podcast feedback, including your topic suggestions, to my email, bbags at atmags.com. For American Coin Op, this is editor Bruce Bags saying your cycle is up.